Lecture topic. Barrier from punishment. Allah has no need to punish anybody, neither does Allah wish to punish anyone. But there's a system Allah has placed. So if there's two things that a person has developed in him, then he is safe from Allah's chastisement and punishment. The two things that are the barrier against azab, these are the things that become a protection for a person from all kinds of azab and difficulties and calamities. Allah says, Shakar tum wa aman tum. Now, Iman is obviously the foundation of everything. But before Iman, Shukar is being mentioned here. That this is the highlight of the Sifat of Iman. This is to highlight that this is the key aspect. That if a person is truly grateful to Allah Ta'ala, he'll be protected from azab. Now, this truly being grateful to Allah Ta'ala is not just what we understand in our minds, just merely saying some words. <coughs> But the reality of shukr, we live our life as Allah Taala wants us to live. So now everything has its shukr in its own form. The shukr that has to be displayed to Allah Taala for the blessings of, for example, the tongue. The shukr for that is that the tongue be engaged in what Allah is pleased with, it not be used for any kind of vulgarity, lying, backbiting, and all kinds of sins of the tongue. That's now the shukr of the tongue. The shukr of the eyes is that it be used for what Allah Ta'ala has permitted, not used for what Allah is displeased with. person does not misuse his eyes in any way. Likewise, the ears, the hands, the feet, everything, the shukr of it is that a person uses it as Allah Ta'ala has ordained on him and how Allah will please, be pleased with it. Now, the very simple exercise in all this for us to understand what is the reality of shukr is that if we have given somebody something or if we haven't then we should do it give somebody something for example give him this maybe one rand give him a five rands and now think about it that what will this person use it for and would that be something pleasing to me or how I will feel about it for example now if you quietly was observing what this person is doing and you saw him tossing it away into the some down the drain this is the appreciation he showed for that gift you gave him now one is something that five ran forget you want to take it a little bit further and make it something worth thousand rands and you saw him just taking it and throwing it away down the drain so now to ask one's heart how I will feel about this I'll be very happy about it I'll be very uh, pleased with him when I see him again I would be still be able to meet him very very comfortably and with a lot of uh, that same affection or would I be terribly upset about it this person has shown utter disregard so now for a small little five rand also we'll feel that kind of situation the person gives a beggar sometimes so many beggars people say that you give them 50 cents you throw it away in front of the person they throw it away so you say next time don't come back won't give you anything. So now that 50 cents was disregarded, it became such a major problem that we say, don't even come back, we'll never give you again. So for the 50 cents, we can't tolerate that ingratitude. 
gave somebody 50 cents and he was ungrateful, it's intolerable. So Allah Ta'ala gave us what is priceless. Every lump is priceless. The eyes, nobody can replace it. The ears, the tongue, the hands, forget the whole hand, one finger nobody can replace. So all these are priceless gifts of Allah Ta'ala. So now this is something to think about, that if I can't tolerate somebody throwing away one five rand that I would give the person, forget the thousand rand, and I'll feel very, very upset about it, I will clearly tell the person, don't come ask me anything in future. Allah Ta'ala has given us these priceless gifts, and we continue to disobey Allah Ta'ala with the very same gifts Allah Ta'ala gave us. So now to let this settle deep down in the heart, that what a terrible ingratitude this is. I can't tolerate somebody throwing the five rand away, fifty cents away, and I'm misusing and abusing Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat. How am I going to expect to gain Allah Ta'ala's favor and mercy and kindness? But this Allah Ta'ala's respite, it is His compassion, that despite a person misusing sometimes the gifts of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala gives him some chance, gives him respite. But then, sometimes that respite runs out and a person misunderstands that respite all this while. That this is something that's fine, nothing is happening to me, everything is going well. And shaitan puts a person in that deception, I don't need to bother about anything. I've got everything all sorted out, all my tracks covered very well. But then suddenly, that respite runs out, then everything just explodes. Allah Ta'ala protect us. The very key element in the whole aspect is sugar and the reality of sugar. Not just some lip service, the reality of sugar. The reality of sugar is what Allah has blessed us with, we use it how Allah is pleased with it. Now this muraqaba and this meditation on the reality of sugar. This is Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat, Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with it. Allah has full qudrat to snatch it at any moment. And if I misuse it, abuse it, I will be earning the wrath of Allah Ta'ala, earning the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala. One of the pious people has stated that if there was no azab, there was no jahannam also, had they been not a thing like jahannam created, whereas it's a reality, jahannam is a reality, and jahannam, Allah Ta'ala has created it, it's already existing, and in the ahadith it is clearly stated that people despite being people of Iman, having performed Salah, being regular with other Amal, but will end up in Jahannam because of sins. So that's a reality, but had there been no such thing like Jannat, uh, like Jahannam, and no Azab, for a person who has this reality that Allah Ta'ala is my Creator, this too would be sufficient Azab for his heart to know that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with him. To even just be aware that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with him, that would be an azab on his heart. He won't be able to tolerate it. So this is itself a very, very major thing. This is something to sit, sit and think about. What am I doing? How am I conducting myself? Is it earning Allah Ta'ala's pleasure or his displeasure? To earn Allah's pleasure, we have to now bring the reality of shukr in our lives. What will help it is this regular muraqaba Allah Ta'ala gives us.